0: I'm Chanel Shaw.
1: And I'm Katie persia McGrady. And this is Ave Spotlight. This week on Ave Spotlight, we are visiting with the founder of Catholic Family Crate, Alyssa Tipperkin, about how she creates activities for families to engage in the liturgical year and ways that we can celebrate Christmas.
0: Welcome, um, Alyssa. We're so happy to have you today. So I checked out y'all's website and products are so beautiful. Um, I wish I had a bigger house. I share it with like five people, so I can't unfortunately decorate it the way I want, but um, your products are so beautiful. We're so happy to have you on the show today. Tell us about your company. What do you guys do? What you are all about?
2: Yeah, so we are a monthly subscription box primarily, and we send... Liturgical living and family catechesis materials once a month um, to families who are looking to dive into the liturgical year and teach their children about the Catholic faith.
1: Wow, stories like that. Was it just like a you were looking for something for yourself and couldn't find it and just wanted to make it? Where where did it come from?
2: Yep, exactly. So I was raised, born and raised Catholic, and I was familiar with Advent and Lent, but that was really about it. And then right before we had our first baby, we moved to Denver and the parish that we were at in Denver, I got involved in the mom's group when I was pregnant and they kept talking about the liturgical year. And I was like, what are you? I had no idea what they were saying. Um, And so I sort of got introduced by a lot of the women at my mom's group. And then over time, like I started kind of researching things to do as my child got older and I just, like some months I do great and other months it was just like we were drowning in diapers and dishes and life. And I just kept thinking there has to be an easier way. Like, and I kept looking for something like this and there wasn't anything. And I kept thinking like, okay, why is nothing like this out there? And so finally, after about a year of like thinking somebody should really start this, I felt like God like hit me over the head and was like, you you just start this. Um, so yeah, I'm just a normal mom. Like I have no theological background. I have no like expertise in liturgical living, but my job has basically been to gather the people that have those expertises. So we have a huge team that works together to bring these crates about every month. Um, and all of our materials, theologically edited by a professor at the Augustine Institute. We even have, like, it's crazy all the things that go into it. It's really a miracle that they all make it out the door on time every month because of all the steps that it takes. Um, but we even have a sacred artist professor from the University of Dallas who, like, makes sure that our art is, like, li- like it's two different things. There's, like, a basically a theological oh. editor for the art and a theological editor for the words. Um, anyway, so, yeah. So it's just, like, a beautiful... Thing, awesome. And it's been so fun and it's just been great to produce like beautiful Catholic things and make life easier for, for parents who are wanting to incorporate these things in their lives.
1: Yeah. As an alum of UD and a current student of the Essen Institute, I am thrilled that <laughs> we have your products in my house. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, we are
2: very heavily connected to both. Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: wonderful. Um, you, you're, you're saying like so much work goes into it theologically and I mean I'm sure there's lots of scripture that is incorporated in what are some of those things that y'all really are intentional about including to help families live liturgically or single people or people who are dating or engaged I mean it's not just for moms with little kids right like anybody can benefit from this
2: yeah we do our i would say our target audience is mainly people with children from ages 3 to 12 because sometimes we include a craft or like a simple activity but we do have plenty of subscribers who either have grown children or no children who benefit from it. And you know, the crafts, they just might not do, but basically each box covers two feast days for the month. And that includes a beautiful, like we include a beautiful feast day art print I'm traveling right now. So I don't have anything to actually show you, but basically we would include a print for that feast day And then on the back, it has information about the feast day to read aloud. And the idea is that those could then be collected to bring out year over year over year. Mm -hmm. And then one like simple activity for that feast day. And the idea is like no crazy glitter, no prep from the parents. Like it's very simple. Like for the Nativity of Mary in September, we sent like little cupcake toppers. Well, some people put them in their kids' sandwiches and some people could put them in a birthday cake or, you know, you don't have to like go crazy. Um, And sometimes it might just be like a little, we did like theology of the body for kids for St. John Paul II's feast day. And so we try to incorporate some fun games, lots of games and stuff. And then we have a prayer that we're working to memorize every month. So they also get a prayer print to put up on the fridge or hang up in your prayer space to learn a new traditional Catholic prayer of the month. And they're like all the, you know, the really traditional ones, like the Magnificat, the Angelus is what we're working on for December. And then we have one catechesis element a month. So we tackle like the Beatitudes, the Rosary, the Ten Commandments. So we've sort of mapped out like okay, what's everything that a Catholic child should know? Mm -hmm. And we've broken it out into a two-year cycle. Mm
0: -hmm. And so
2: basically the idea is at the end of the 24 crates, you will have learned about 48 different feast days. You will have learned 24 traditional Catholic prayers. And you will have learned about like 24 of the basic catechesis topics in the Catholic faith. And then we have a virtue of every month as well. And so we send like a little, it sits at the top of your breakfast table and it's basically just like a little dialogue to start talking to your kids about virtue and checking in with them you know, on a daily or weekly basis. Like, hey, how's it going learning about temperance this month? And (laughs) let's talk about some ways that maybe we (laughs) um, practiced it and ways that we failed today and how we can do better, so. And then we have music. We have a Spotify
0: playlist too every month. Oh my gosh, I love music. I'm going to have to follow you guys. Yeah,
2: so we just try to like incorporate like all the different, you know, make it a beautiful experience for everybody.
0: That's super cool. So we're, you know, sliding into Advent and I don't know if that's the best way to say that, but we're (laughs) rolling into Advent. christmas time Um, so do you have any ideas and ways that you can give people to celebrate um, christmas and advent coming up
2: yeah so um we we do have a couple products that we ourselves produce for advent um the two that are still available is the jesse trees we have like jesse tree cards that take you through um basically like a scriptural history of, from creation until Jesus's birth that are really beautiful. And then we have a liturgical art collection that's really popular. Um, And that one, like for sure, isn't kid specific, but it has 12 different art prints to switch out throughout Advent and Christmas. And then um, the St. Andrew Novena is like something that's really beautiful that starts on the feast of St. Andrew on November 30th and goes up until Christmas. Um so if people haven't done that that's something great. You can just like put on your phone or find a free download to print out. There's also um the O Antiphons which we did last year for the first time cuz it came in our <laughs> our Catholic family crate. And those are like the 7 days before Christmas Eve. Um those are that's a beautiful tradition. My family personally and what we try to get people to do at Catholic Family Crate is like we keep all of our music, Advent music, until Mm. Christmas. And then like Christmas Day through the end of the Christmas season, that's when we like burst out all the (laughs) Christmas music, which is hard. It's hard because like all the radios are playing all the festive stuff and you want to get into it. But it's like, no, 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 we're going to wait. We're going to wait. Yeah, and then our family, like, my oldest is just six, so we're just starting to build our traditions, but one thing that I was inspired to do a couple years ago was, like, to kind of save all the fun Christmas stuff until the Christmas season, Mm -hmm. so, like, that's when we do, we don't look at Christmas lights until the Christmas season, that's when we, like, do all the you know, we have a hot chocolate and we watch Christmas movies. So we like wait for pretty much all the things until Christmas. So
1: what are some of your favorite, like specifically Catholic things to do in the 12 days of Christmas? Cause there's all the, like, let's do the hot cocoa. Let's watch the movies. Right. Let's, let's even put up the, the ornaments on the tree on Christmas Eve. But like, are there specific prayers that you're praying during the Advent season or, you know, do you, Because we've got all the, like, we've got the Jesse tree, we've got the O antiphons, but then it's like, all right, baby Jesus is here. Do we just sing happy birthday every day? Like, what do we do?
2: (laughs) That is a great question. And one that I'm honestly not that sure. I don't (laughs) feel like we, um, like, I feel like there's a lot of room that my family, and like I said, like, I did not start this because I was some, like, liturgical living ninja or anything, you know, like, I'm learning so much doing this. Um, And... So for us, like, we have a little birthday party on Christmas Day where we have a cake and we sing happy birthday. And then we, like, talk about the feast days afterwards, which is why I love the liturgical art prints that we have because we have one for, like, the Feast of St. Stephen and the Feast of the Holy Innocents and Mary, Mother of God, and the Holy Family. Like, there's so many feast days that are crammed in that um, time period. But other than that, like it's not super, yeah, I would love to see, yeah. hear your ideas for what you do, like, for, to make it really Catholic.
1: <laughs> well, my one thing that we did last year, so I'm Puerto Rican. I don't look it, but I am a quarter Puerto Rican, and there's a, um, we don't give gifts until the epiphany in the Puerto Rican tradition. So, last year, we saved one like one of the bigger gifts that we had for our daughter until January 6th. So it was like during the Christmas days, we were kind of building up to like, it's not over yet. Like you get one more present and it's the same day that baby Jesus would have gotten his presents. And so it kind of like played on my heritage, but also like it gave us 12 intentional days throughout the season to like, know that we're not done yet. We're not just going to rip the tree down and pull the lights off because it's convenient because we're off of school. Right. Um, but I actually have your cards ready to go. We're, we have a little setup area where we're going to put our advent wreath, and we'll, we'll trade the cards out every day, and I've got Kendra Tierney's book on the Jesse Tree, and we're going to read those devotions every day. Um, Chanel, do you have anything fun that you're planning on doing for
0: mm, Advent so- specifically? as a single woman that lives with four other people, I, um, are, so we've been trying a lot to, to practice restraint, not blasting the Christmas music as a household. Um, so we've been doing the advent thing. And then on Christmas time, we have like, um, cause most of us live near our families, but for those that don't, we have like a little birthday party for Jesus as well. Um, get a little ice cream cake because Jesus only deserves the best. And, um, <laughs> And then for the, you know, for the rest of Christmas season, we just really try if we can attend mass as a household together. So we'll try to go to mass on the feast days together um, and get little treats for ourselves, you know, so really like burst out that money we don't have buy ice cream um, and wine and whatever, because again, you know, Jesus deserves the best. So that's kind of single woman traditions are a little bit more um, food and wine based. So (laughs) Big fan.
2: Works for families too. I mean, I'm <laughs> yeah, that's for the
0: <laughs> Yeah, right.
2: But yeah, lots of feasting, lots more treats than normal.
1: Yeah, Alyssa, we always end our podcast with a question. I didn't warn you ahead of time because we're kind of shifting the question today based off of the fact that we're rounding out the year and we're getting close to the end. Um So normally the question is, "What's a reason for your hope?" And we mean like right now in the present moment, why are you hopeful? But I wanna ask it in more of a long-term, like what are you hopeful for and maybe even excited about with Catholic Family Crate for 2021, um, for your own family? So what's a reason for your hope and what are you hoping for in the future? And if you need a minute to think about it, that's okay.
2: Yeah, that's a good question. So I would say the hope for Catholic Family Crate within my own family, like, I start to see these beautiful glimpses of my kids, like, when they're playing, like, incorporating the saints into their play, Mm -hmm. and, like, year after year, now that we've been, like, doing this for a couple years, they'll be like, oh, like, it's the Feast of St. Dominic Savio, and all these, you know, like, just, it feels like they're starting to make the saints their friends, and it's like seeing a long-lost friend when that feast day comes up again. Like, oh, remember last year when we did this? So I think my hope is like continuing to build that Catholic culture through the crates. Um, And then my hope for Catholic Family Crate in general is just to like help as many families as we can in their own mission with their own domestic churches to be able to continue growing a Catholic culture in the home, so. That's a great answer. I want that for my kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's hard when you have, like, so many other things, like, you know, competing for your attention and stuff, and it's just, yeah, it's hard to, like, gather it all. I mean, you know, it's, like, there's a million things going on, and so it's nice to have something that's like all put together and streamlined and like, okay, here's what you do. All you yeah. have to do is do it.
1: <laughs> a ready-made box. I mean, and box, right. those boxes are so big. Like we have a coffee box that comes every month. We need a Catholic box that comes every month. Like that's just right. convenient. Yeah.
0: yeah. Chanel, what's the reason uh-huh. for your hope? Um. Okay, a reason for my hope uh, this week is that I am just really excited. I work at a restaurant and um we're turning out some holiday themed food. So we make egg rolls um at my restaurant. I work as like an Asian place. And so we're making like Thanksgiving meat dinner, egg rolls, so like turkey and stuff. Um and then for Christmas, we're kind of um you know, like testing new recipes um for Christmas egg rolls and Christmas like inspired cheesesteaks and stuff like holiday things so anyway so I'm the taste tester because I'm the manager of the restaurant so my hope is that um my pants still fit in the new year um, but I'm very excited to um to be able to actively participate in that and then a spiritual hope is that um next year you know me and God just you know keep on bonding and we get real close so
1: yes You have to send me some egg rolls down here.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah, I Girl, grew up like crazy.
1: what? <laughs> normally, we're visiting Pennsylvania for Christmas, but we're not doing that this year because of COVID. So, I had big plans to come hang out with you, Chanel, and it's not oh, going to happen.
0: I would have died. I would have yeah. absolutely passed out and died. But well, yes, if see you see. ever come to Philadelphia, anybody, I manage this restaurant so I can get you some egg rolls. You know, <laughs> you'll hate me after you eat eight of them because you close one fit, but they're so good. They're delicious.
2: Yeah, so, you make egg rolls and Philly cheesesteaks.
0: Yes, yeah, so it's like a <laughs> Philly based Asian restaurant. So, you know, we're, we make like Asian inspired Philly food. So it's like general soach cheesesteaks and like, um, Philadelphia cheesesteak egg rolls and so now that we're moving into the holidays it's all like oh well let's see what we can do with like turkey and cranberries and um and the woman that makes all the food is like Chanel would you mind just tasting a little bit and absolutely not so I definitely bought sweatpants from Amazon and I am like ready to go because <laughs> I've basically given up after quarantine to try to fit anything so yeah, I'm excited is,
1: I I I think I might just hop in the car and drive up there. Okay. <laughs> I
0: was
1: saying, I'm the so kids sorry. can, that Tommy can handle the kids. Um, a reason for my hope in like now and in the coming year is um, I find that like during the holidays, during Advent, everybody gets really, we just get really busy and chaotic. And like, I, go, I get in a mood when the house is messy. I'm sure other people can relate to this. Like if my space is messy, my head feels messy. So like my hope is that we can figure out a way to keep the house ordered, which I think will also benefit our family with liturgical living, with making sure that like the backpack is in the same spot every morning so that we're not running around like chickens looking for the toddler's backpack. Um, And that from like finding some order in our space, well, my husband and I, who are, shortly kicking the baby out of our room, we'll be able to like get back into our routine of ending the evening with like a conversation and a cocktail and praying together, as opposed to, you know, just like collapsing in bed and hoping the baby sleeps for a few hours. Like we actually get back to like being able to talk like adults. Um, So that's that's the reason for my hope now and in the coming weeks. Um, Tell us where we can find out more about Catholic Family Crate and follow you guys.
2: Yep, so our website is catholicfamilycrate.com. And we're on Instagram and Facebook at Catholic Family Crate.
1: Awesome. Well, we'll have that down in the show notes. Thanks so much for joining us.
2: Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for having thanks. me.
1: You can find out more about Catholic Family Crate by following the link down on our show notes. We have also shared this episode over on our Ave Maria Press Instagram. We'd love it if you would follow us over there and find out all of the exclusive content that we're sharing, both about Ave Spotlight, our other podcast, Ave Explorers, and all sorts of excellent books that are coming out soon. You can find deals, you can find information about things going on in our church. We hope that you join us in that little Instagram community that we are creating over there. Ave Spotlight is a ministry, of course, of Ave Maria Press. You can find all of our old episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We'd be grateful for a rating, a review, a share, get other people to listen to what we've got going on. We've got some fun episodes coming up, both for the rest of this month, conversations kind of about the past and the future and what we hope to do with this show, as well as some excellent content in January and February about starting our 2021 Off Strong with a deeply rooted faith and a desire to, to do the Lord's will in our lives. Chanel and I are so pleased that you've listened to us and that you are part of our Ave Spotlight family. We hope that you stick around with us and continue to listen to more episodes that we're creating. Again, a rating and a review would help this show go a long way and a follow of Ave Maria Press on Instagram. Of course, continue to check out all the cool things Catholic Family Crate has going on. I can speak from personal experience. We have their liturgical living cards displayed very proudly right now next to our Jesse Tree ornaments and our Advent wreath. You can see all of the cool things that they have over at their website, which is linked down in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening this week. We'll see you soon.